Star Trek Stucks. That's adorable. That's so cute. Uh, that's that's our new theme song. <laughs> that's the new theme song. The voice of a small <laughs> child saying Star Trek sucks. <sighs> uh, should I do the actual theme song? Uh, do whatever you want. I don't fucking care. Uh, Are we recording? Is this yeah. the cold open? Yeah, okay. or um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play Who's Johnny then? Okay. Okay, that this, was uh, that was the theme song this week, I guess. <laughs> this is Star Trek sucks. <laughs> My name's Leo. I like Star uh, Trek. Uh, I'm Jack, and I'm very excited that you got the soundboard going again. <laughs> oh, God. Oh man, I I explained um, the the Bert and Ernie principle to Catherine mm. this week. Yes. Um, first of all, she was upset that I was calling her a Muppet. And apparently, are they Muppets? I think, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Sesame, Sesame Street characters are Muppets, right? I, I, fuck, I think so. I. Uh oh, uh oh. Fuck <laughs> shit, are they? Is Jim Henson involved in Sesame Street yeah, Muppets? Yes. Are, yeah. Okay, but like, there are other kinds of puppets. Not all puppets are Muppets. Muppets are a subset of puppets. Is Big Bird a Muppet? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Is Big Bird a Muppet? Fuck man, I don't know. Because he doesn't seem like a Muppet. Well, I mean, he's got a guy in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spoilers for anybody that still thought there was just a really big bird. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, no no no. That's not it's not a person inside of a suit. It's two people manipulating a suit. Uh and now, so the only other question would be Snuffleupagus, and I don't think there's a person actually like inside Snuffleupagus. I think there's a team of two or mm-hmm. maybe three people all manipulating Snuffleupagus. Mm. So, listeners, if if you know if you have any any if you have any information about Muppets to share with us, Star Trek yes. podcast, <laughs> yes, please let us know where you land on our. <laughs> the characters of Sesame Street Muppets or not. Um, canonically. <laughs> anyway. Get at us on Twitter.com. Uh, I started talking about that because I explained the Burton Ernie principle to Catherine. Because um, uh, she and I have a m- much more of a 60-40-ish mm. Burt Ernie dynamic. Kind of verse, um, if you will. Yeah, whereas you and I obviously have about a ninety ten. Yeah, I'd say that's about yeah. Um. Anyway, Jack, what's good? I don't know. Nothing. I'm I'm having mental health. It's <laughs> it's that's a good looking shirt. Thank you. Yeah, uh. Yes. Okay. Uh. My. Uh. Uh. Hobby. My new hobby that I picked up about a year ago, and then quarantine kind of killed it. Is uh. Go into thrift stores and buying shirts that I like. Yeah. It doesn't cost very much money, and you get to look good at work. Yeah. Try it out. Yeah, and it, also, don't buy new stuff. We've made enough stuff. Stop it. <clears throat> Stop making them make more stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. I did just... I know. I, you, the last episode, you said <laughs> you had a new shirt. I, I'm not really trying to call you out specifically, and now I feel bad. Like a bad friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to feeling like shit. 
That didn't take long. <laughs> that, was, that was a hell of a journey, wasn't it, <laughs> listeners? That shirt sucks, actually. <laughs> Thanks, I got it at this thrift store. <laughs> anyway, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Here's some more stuff I don't like about me. <laughs> Would you like to tell me anything you don't like about me? No, hang on. Let me guess. It's everything, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. I had, I don't know if I can count this as what's good, but I'm going to share this story anyway. I, I posted that um, video. Of, it was some some dude on TikTok, the guy with the just the prettiest lips and eyebrows that anybody's ever seen, uh-huh. um, doing a uh, like talking to yourself video on TikTok. So he's like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, repeat after me. If I don't get it right the first time, if I don't get it right the first time, it's okay to try again. I'm trash. It's trash. Everything is trash, and I should go stick my head in a rock. Yeah. Um. Whatever it is, and uh, stick my head in a rock. Uh, that yeah. thing that people say. <laughs> yeah, that very common expression. <laughs> um. I posted that uh, because I very much identify with it. Oh, I'm, I mean. I think probably everybody does to some degree. Or another, I think like, some people don't, and I those people are are terrified. I, whew, God, yeah. If quitting or if failing doesn't make you at least want to quit, it's a different question about like whether or not you do. Um, but yeah, if if every single time you fail, the kind of person who is energized and motivated without any interlude of despondence—that's a psychopath. That is. Like this is something, kind of a larger thing that you and I get in arguments about a lot, um, but we're not going to today because aren't we, Jack? Not like a real one. <laughs> we, could, we could have a funny one for the podcast, but like I really think like you have to have some level of self criticism you to be a good person. The people like all think of all the worst people you've ever known, and like what do they have in common? It's like yeah, they don't give a shit about like being the worst people <laughs> like you know like, yeah yeah and uh, some level not maybe the levels to which i aspire of self-criticism um is uh, very important for your sort of moral fiber mm-hmm. um it can get away from you very quickly mm-hmm. but i don't think the answer is just to be like nah i'm actually fine and perfect and everything I do is good, and it should do it more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I know you hear that when I say the, my 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 perspective on on this subject, um, and which is why the argument usually ends with me departing the argument. <laughs> yes, yes, because uh-huh. because I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's okay to not be perfect. No, it's not. It's just- <laughs> So we're just being the we're just being the guy in that uh, yeah. in that. Yeah, TikTok I guess we're just now. kind of re- recreating it. So what was particularly uh. funny about it is that my mother called me because <laughs> she follows me on social media, oh, obviously, God. and she called. She was like, "Honey, did you post that because that's the way you feel?" And I'm like, "I mean, yes, yeah." yeah? <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like. 40 mom yeah i'm I'm 40 i've felt like this for a long time it's okay yeah (laughs) the fact that i posted that means that i understand it and am able to laugh at it which is as good as it's gonna get yes that is that is (laughs) yes 
that is as good as it's going to that get. Is that is all you can ask that for. That is top fucking shelf <laughs> is recognizing and understanding and being able to laugh at the yeah, things wrong like with you. Bring a little bit of joy out of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, that that's going to be my what's good. I like that one, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. Oh, that was a nice one. Thank you. Um, do you want to do like a little season three Z wrap up here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so did we ever do this for season two? I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. either. I mean, who gives a shit? Um, I, I, th- I fucking, I cannot remember. Um, we definitely did not do a like full read through of all of the, uh, the, the episodes. <sighs> yeah. All right. So episode one, season three evolution. Don't remember it. Me neither. Episode two. I'm going to go and say that said, do not watch it. <laughs> Hang on. Let's see which one it is. It's the one with the guy with the egg that he wants to fire into the uh, into the pulsar. Oh, that's right. And, uh, oh, it's uh, they, they invent uh, sentient nanotechnology and then just fling it out into space with no regard for it. That's right. Potentially coming <laughs> just, back. Just Wesley... Because I think, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wes yeah cre- like Wesley <laughs> just creating an apocalypse for like probably like two generations later. Yeah, I mean, who- I mean, space is vast, so fucking that football-sized colony of nanites could be drifting for a really yeah. fucking long it would, time. It would suck if like somebody in the real world had set up apocalyptic conditions for their inheritance to um, receive. Um, it'd be bad if we if that happened. I'm glad it's yeah. I'm glad it's not. It is. It's super. It's super comforting to know that um, not only has nothing ever been invented that, if left unchecked, would definitely lead to um, the the death of humanity or the yeah. functional death of humanity yeah. but also it's good to know that were such technology ever invented um we would recognize the, the peril um and we would cease to use that technology immediately yeah uh or or just a mode of production um that left unchecked and, and done forever would just kill every every and immiserate everybody um it's good to know that we wouldn't do that yeah and also that that people would notice mm-hmm. and say a lot of things about it. Yeah. And it's good to and know, everybody wouldn't just be like, ah, shut up. It's it's good to know, you know, um, that we as human beings are um, enlightened enough and evolved enough as creatures that we wouldn't do as something weird like um, um, look at um, a, a structure of society um, that can objectively be said to cause misery to the majority of the people in that society, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that the resources exist within that society to uh, provide a better quality of life for everybody in that mm-hmm. society. It wouldn't. It wouldn't create one of those, and then, um, and then uh, somehow like elevate um, the few among yeah. that type of a system to a, a level where. Um, the thing that they do that causes direct harm to the majority of people in that society is thought of as as valorous, and valorous, yeah. virtuous, yes. admirable, yeah. uh, aspirational. It's good to know that that would never happen yeah. here. 
in America. So that's episode one of right, season so three. That's episode one. Set uh. <laughs> episode two, the ensigns of command. Oh, that's the one where uh, there's a. Yeah, I still don't understand what in the fuck this title means. I, I, it's the one where the planet is gonna die. Uh, oh, oh, right. The 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 uh, there's a, another uh, race of trash bag aliens who are who are also lawyers, um, mm. and it, and they have the rights to go to this planet. But there's these That's other right. planet people who uh, brought water down from the mountains, right. and they're not gonna leave. Right. It's uh, so Data has to uh, destroy their water, and a girl kisses him. That's right. It's yeah. I think the the title is in reference to like. Um, data taking on actual like command responsibility because like data doesn't really like okay what does ensign mean in that i think it like it's sort of metaphorically like uh like the 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 sort of um like symbols and, and and trappings of of being in charge of people which is like is a thing that data like doesn't really do even though he's third in charge i think yeah um anyway but um yeah that was the uh, uh the, the, there was definitely an israel palestine thing going on that i don't think the writers knew they were doing but um uh i don't know i don't remember if that man that makes it even if that is it's it's all right it's another it's picard wins the episode with a debate by debating yes them. That's a lot of episodes in that way. Yeah, but. And, and it's it's fine. I don't know. It didn't. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Uh, episode three, survivors. Um, the the ship comes upon two old people, and it turns out oh, one, yeah, of them one of them did a holocaust and did a, a very, I would call it a turbo holocaust. Yeah, a uh, full species holocaust. Yeah, yeah. an extinction. There you um, go. Is what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that one was stupid. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm tired of these. I'm tired of them finding gods. Like it's just it's stupid. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I it's. I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I've seen that episode plenty of times. Uh, it it's fine. Okay. Um, who watched the Watchers? This is the one with the proto Vulcans who decide Picard is God, and also stars uh, Pam Adlon, alias Bobby Hill. That one was very frustrating. It kind of was because it it was almost. It was kind of good. It, it, it's something that like, like could have been a good episode in like the era of like prestige TV because it was like, it was a good like they couldn't go dark enough with it because what it is is like every time they try to fix it, it just makes it worse. Like mm-hmm. it, and it's 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 this sort of like motif of like man's inability to ever like actually correct any of his mistakes or learn from them but but constantly wanting to move forward but being just completely unable to do so mm-hmm. like that would have been a good episode but it, but because it's and that's kind of half the episode but then because it's you know 1989 or whatever they have to just like resolve it yeah um but it could have been it would have been just a fun episode or not fun but like good episode where it's just like they just leave this planet irrevocably, this planet and the civilization just irrevocably fucked, and they're finally just come to the conclusion that it's like we can't fix this. We have to just go away. <laughs> we should never have been here in the first place. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, I think it's it's 
a, a, the seed crystal of an interesting idea, but my chief annoyance with it, which we talked about when, when we watched it, was that the idea that a civilization has been atheist for hundreds or thousands, thousands of years. Of years. Um, and yet, because of one weird thing, right. they all of a sudden become theistic. It's just yeah. No, they suddenly just, they suddenly decide there's a guy in the sky again when no yeah. one's believed that for so long. It's, yeah, it's stupid. And the one guy who remembers there being a guy in the sky is one generation older than right. everybody else. And yet, yeah. he your grandpa doesn't remember the Bronze Age. No, like, <laughs> my grandpa probably. My I I doubt my grandpa my grandparents either of them were particularly well versed in ancient Greek or ancient Roman theology right just don't no, think so don't think so no. something tells me uh episode five the bonding that's the one uh where the uh creepy oh, yeah data has like a, a, a pen pal <laughs> no, no 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 that is uh i think i think that was in season two oh. this is the one where somebody dies on data's away team and uh or on warps it's a warps away team that's what it is it's Worf's away team. Uh, somebody dies, and her kid like it bond. There, it like is like blood That's brothers right. now with Worf. Nah, that one sucked. It was yeah, it was not great. It was stupid. Uh, booby trap. That is the one. Wait, where... hang on. I wanted to say something more about the bonding. Now that I'm, I'm trying to actually remember these. Uh huh. I'm putting effort into the podcast. I've got <laughs> mental health going on. Um. Um. <laughs> uh, that one, like, that's another one that it's like almost. And, and yeah. again, like, you could have done it in, like, like if you made, like, a prestige TV, like, like put as much thought into it as, like, The Wire or Sopranos or something version of Star Trek The Next Generation. You could have just... Because this one was almost, like, a full episode of just, like, quiet scenes of grief and, like, people talking about grief. And then a fucking energy being comes and, like, resolves the plot. And it's like... That's right. That's right. Like, it's, that's it's, the it's, other part of it. That, that yeah, was why, why I sucked. thought it was stupid. Yeah, that was why this sucked. Because, yeah, I was trying to remember because the, 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 I remember little bits about about Worf and the kid. And, yeah, that would have been a really great episode. Right. Like, if, just, is if 48, just 48 minutes of just dealing with actual grief because it's like, yeah, people die... On this ship, yeah, they do dangerous shit, and it's it is weird that they never talk about it. And it's like, yeah, you could just do an episode of just just sitting with that and be like, yeah, this happens sometimes. Yeah, well, and there's and, a, but it's just it was just too early in in the in what TV is to do that. Yeah. So it yeah, just, they, so it just has a stupid energy being subplot. Yeah, all you had at, in TV at this time because yeah, you're right. There what there I don't even think there were like there episodes were, of Mash that were that were like that sort of, um, but like but even like the chicken but, episode of Mash now in retrospect seems so staid and corny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it I mean there it, were other episodes of Mash that were like that though, where there's yeah. just like it's just not a comedy. Yeah, this week. Which is pretty fucking brave for the time period. That's true. Uh, but anyway. I mean, that was what... Yeah, that I, I watched some of MASH recently. And that really is... that. That's what makes that show really good and really ahead of its time. That show is very good. Yeah. Like, and very ahead of its time. And yeah. There's obviously some regressive gender politics yeah. going on. But. <laughs> you don't fucking say <laughs> 
character. You mean there's a character named Hot Lips? Yeah, yeah. You mean the fact that the do do you mean the fact that the main female character's name is Hot Lips, or do you mean that there's a character whose entire story arc is trying to pretend people that he wants to be a lady so that he can get a wacko discharge? He does other wacko stuff. Though, he does too. do. He, I, I, he I, there was one episode. Yes, once? that's what I was about to say. The episode where he, he's just eating the jeep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one part of the time. <laughs> Fuck, have we talked about this before? No, but it's 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 really seared into my memory for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Right, anyway. Corporal Klinger. Okay, booby trap. This is when there's an ancient battle cruiser and they get Fuck, I don't even remember this one. They get snared into a trap in the middle of a um so there's they yeah there there was a space battle between two different species and they pick up a distress call. God man, this must not have been a good episode. Um, they find the ship. Uh, oh, that's right. Where Picard is fucking obsessed with it because it's some ancient species, and he's like that's being right. all fucking history dork about yeah, it. And he's he's like, like, I, the captain of this ship, need to be on the first set of people yeah. that beams over to that abandoned alien spaceship. Um. And they try to leave, but there's some kind of... Oh, this is the one where Jordy makes a, a, a AI girlfriend? That yes. Okay. Oh, that's right. That is the only reason that this, re- that this episode need that you need to know about this episode is because this is the one where he creates Leah Brahms on the, on the holodeck and spends the entire episode getting getting a crush on her while trying to figure out how to get out of this alien trap yes whatever that's it that is all you need to know about this episode No, you don't have to watch it because we just told you yeah that's the only okay uh next episode the enemy is this the one where yeah the where uh laforge gets stuck on uh falls in a hole and uh and smelts iron spikes Uh, laforge (laughs) god damn god fucking damn you (laughs) Um, definite watch Jordy LaForge um, yeah so he gets into a situation where the forges yeah no I know why the thing Jack stop saying it because <laughs> it's French for Jordy the forge <laughs> anyway Jordy LaForge <laughs> next episode <laughs> about uh, uh Yes, do watch that one. Yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, a good sure. episode. Yeah, that one's a really good episode. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the better episodes of the season. Um, uh, next is the price when they uh, go to uh, uh, oh Deanna Troy. Oh, that's uh, Devin Rowell. Oh, that's the guy with the fucking creepy empath guy who's oh, like God. selling his services to be. Uh, no, fuck that, that episode. That episode's awful. Uh, it so is fucking gross. Cringy. Yeah, she starts. We're not even going to describe it in more detail. Uh-uh. Fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck that one. Vengeance Factor. Um, Man, the Gatherers, Descendants of an Ecumenians. Oh, that's right. This is the uh, um, uh, the the Road Warrior episode. Um, with the bad guys, uh, who are like outcasts from the society. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there's the guy with the high waisted pants, uh, who who gets uh, Doctor Crusher into a cave and flirts with her the whole episode. Yeah, this one's stupid. Don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
making sure that this is yes. Oh wait, no, 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 no. This is a different fucking shit. Jesus this Christ. is not the one the one with the guys who can teleport. This is the one with the guys who have there's the one lady who is the last of her try or her yeah, tribe or whatever and okay. she's playing as the handmaiden and the uh enemy tribe are the guys who like go raiding and stuff like that and they also dress like fucking road warrior. But they're like okay. the libertarians. Okay. And then the one chick uh, I has... I forgot that these were two different episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the one chick like has poison on her lips or something and gives a heart attack That's to right. one guy and then she tries to kill another guy and then Riker shoots her. Right, because she's, and yeah, Riker she's feels the last bad survivor. About it. Yes, that's right. It's, it's, it's when Riker... It is so contrived yeah. that like Riker has no choice but to kill her, even though the phasers have a stun mode. We have all seen it. Yeah. And also he could probably just pick her up. Yeah. Yeah. He almost definitely could physically overpower yeah. her because at no <laughs> point is there anything resembling. Yeah. It's never established that her race is like super strong or yeah, anything. And she's, she's, she's not <laughs> fucking Clarissa yeah. Mao. But she doesn't it's have just so that Riker can be sad at the, it's, it sucks. Sucks. It. Okay. The defector. That was another, that's another Romulan one. Um, I, yeah, I think I that's a watch. this one. It, yeah. It, it, it moved the Romulan plot forward in well, an and it was a way. really good. Um, it, it was the 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 ambiguity that they accomplished was really good. Yeah, it it did actually keep you guessing as to what was happening for yeah. a while, which is better than it, the show usually does. Yeah, because it's it, usually it was, like, "Is this a thing?" And you're like, "No, I don't think so." And the show's like, "You're right, it wasn't a thing." Yeah, but now we're going to watch the characters find out it wasn't a thing. Yeah, for in twenty minutes, yeah, in twenty <laughs> minutes, the rest of the show is going to figure it out. But no, this really was like, yeah, it was it it yeah, kept it was kept like twisty turning, and and, and you weren't and you were never really sure uh, and there was like a legitimate like emotional uh, oh that's right because like, he was moment, like, like yeah because like, like he sacrificed so much and then it turned out to be for for nothing and he was just an old fool it was good it was a good episode yeah absolute watch um the hunted they are oh they're considering angosia three uh, uh-huh. it was a base. Oh God, this is another one with just like two. I forgot about this one too. This is one where they um find they ca- they find a crashed ship. Like there's there's a there's a planet that they're trying to, that they're considering for admission into into the Federation. Oh yeah, this one. And then there's and a guy have, on a ship. There's super soldiers. Yes, this is the super soldier one. Uh, yeah, so they, I like I like this one because it's it does have a satisfying payoff at the end. Yeah, because um, the the uh, the shitty bureaucratic bad guys get fucking owned into oblivion by Picard. Who, yeah, who gets to just be a real asshole and is completely justified. Yeah, and, yeah. and and plays just, it like like how satisfied you are when you get to be a real asshole. Yeah, yeah, just just <laughs> dripping with with disdain yeah. as he's like yeah so uh this is your problem right we're actually not allowed to help yeah can't so. even if i wanted to which subtext don't yeah <laughs> uh yeah absolutely yeah I, I i thought this of of the of the three basically that are kind of similar kind of the same one like yeah. inner yeah uh yeah they're yeah they do do a lot of like exile society stuff yeah in this season and 
this is the only one that really hits very well. Yeah. Um, it's also fun because it's uh, he's basically doing Die Hard in the, in the ship. This is where we found out about the tubes. <laughs> That's right. Is this, it was this season when yes. you found out about Jeffrey's yes. tubes? Yes, because Fuck. they're like, he's in the Jeffrey's tubes. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I had, yeah, I had no idea. You didn't know they were called Jeffrey's tubes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, this one's good. This one's yeah, one's that good. especially of this of the several kind of similar plot lines from this season. Yeah, that's the the most. And then um, the next one is the one with the people with the transporters. Yeah, this um, one, that one's which stuff. yeah, it just, yeah, skip. Deja Q. What the hell did Q do this season? Is this one where oh, he that's got, right, he yeah, got where, DQ'd for yeah. a while and then like does a does a. Uh, thing to get his Q powers back. He does. Uh, what does he do? It's st- oh, he stuff. eats a lot of chocolate. Uh, some people try to that he tormented now try to kill him. Um. Blah blah blah. Whatever he get. Oh, he tries to. Oh, he tries to commit suicide to save the uh, people on the Enterprise. Even though it's no, bullshit. No, it's all bull. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's it's, right. He yeah, set. Yeah. He sets it. He sets up a situation where the only thing that he can do to save the Enterprise is to nobly self-sacrifice himself, knowing that the, like the, his one of his rivals in the Q Collective like can't let him do that because it'll make him look, basically cool or whatever. It's stupid. Uh, matter of perspective is a fucking pass do even the wikipedia on it makes a reference to rashomon yeah it's a terrible attempt at a rashomon episode yeah it's a it's it's a attempted a rashomon episode but like written by schizophrenics (laughs) you just like don't understand that like no the different ways that we remember things are subtle they're not like I'm not going to remember this conversation as a fist fight later. (laughs) I remember when you got here earlier and my contractor was here and you kicked him in the butthole. That's not what happened at all. I remember I said hello and it was nice to meet you. Nope, that's what I remember. That's not not a Rashomon. That's that's just people having severe head injuries. (laughs) That's that's people being fucking insane. Yeah. Um, Yesterday's Enterprise Absolute Watch. Yeah, best episode of the series thus far. Um, You think so? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I it definitely top five. Top and, five, yeah, one you, of you, certainly the only the only one I'd really put against is the is Data a guy episode. Yeah, um, which are two wildly different types. of Yeah, episode, yeah, radically different. But um, yeah, but, but both, those are the yeah. two like best ones I'd say. Um, the Offspring, which is the one. Oh, that's where Jordy makes or where uh, Data makes a kid. Yeah, <sighs> it's kind of important to know that it happened just for. Okay. Kind of comp- now you know. Yeah. Data made a kid. Then the kid did. He, he did. He did it wrong, and the kid died. And then he never tried again for no reason that is ever explored. Yep, for no explored reason, he just was like, "Well, on to learn about something else." Oh, and his. I chi- mean, I guess he's probably doing the like trying a new thing and failing at it, and being like, "I'm stupid. I should <laughs> stick my head in a rock or whatever the fuck you said earlier." <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it um 
Yeah, Data's kid uh, has to choose her gender at like the age of six days old, and is told that she that it can never change species and gender. And then, but yeah, it's and very, you can like, never change it because reason. There's some like one point Troy says like if she picks a Klingon, that then Worf would have a friend, and it's like that's not how. <laughs> that, what are you talking about? <laughs> It's still the same. Uh, Jesus Christ! I don't know. Maybe it's wa- maybe it's worth watching just to see, just to watch that fucking I mean, scene. Yeah, the, yes, because it starts out kind of like woke and then just goes off the fucking cliff into like bioessentialism in a way that's like horrific, even for the time. Yeah. Well, and what's what's so funny about it is that like it is so blithe and clueless about what's wrong with what it's doing. Like, yeah, it's that's what makes it comical because if it was somebody like militantly espousing, you know, the same uh, thing as if it were this is the right way for things to be and this is the way right. they should that, be, and that I'll would fight just, you if you try to change it. That would just be offensive. Yeah, but, but this is just like <laughs> what the f- what the fuck. What in the fuck? Like, it's like one step away from like being like, well, maybe you should uh, pick a black body so Jordy has a friend. <laughs> it's like Jesus, no, what? Ah. Didn't? Oh no, I didn't. That was they didn't that, quite. Yeah, there, black but... wasn't one of the choices. It was no. just a Klingon. No, because there's already one black person on the show. Why would you get another one? Right. It's 1989, maybe. 1999, dude. It's like 92. Oh, I said 89. Oh, 89. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it, well we're season three, so yeah, it's ninety ninety one, I think. Yeah. Sins of the Father, uh, Klingon episode. Oh God, this one has sucked. Shit, it, it might seem more like I know it's setting up stuff. Yeah, and it I, made no fucking sense. Right. That's that's what I'm getting at. Is I think that once we've once we've seen more of the drama within the Klingon Empire retrospectively this episode might seem more vital or make more sense or something. I fucking hated this one. It was it was, it was a, a lot turd. of it was a lot of new information that was played as if it had really as if, serious yeah, established as if you were supposed weight. To fucking care about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't so yeah, skip that. Yeah, allegiance is when uh the captain gets abducted and sent off to uh, weird. Uh, oh yeah, like a like a uh, ger- a hamster cage with yeah, some other a ra- people. A rat maze. Yeah. yeah. Um, to do to you get experimented on. Um, the only thing worth watching about this episode is that the the that Picard's uh double on the other on on the ship, the stand-in who's covering for him while he's oh, yeah. the thing is kind of fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's fun, and it's 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 Patrick Stewart having fun. Yeah. with the character for sure. Uh, Captain's Holiday. You you have to watch at least for Picard, Picard's vacation. Watch outfits. it for the fits. Yeah, watch it for the fits. It's it's, it's not a Star Trek episode. No, it's a it's a uh, attempt at making Indiana Jones. Yeah, um, but just watch it for the fits. Yep. Uh, Tin Man. I think we we liked this, didn't we? I don't know. So this is one where there's a spaceship that is alive and this um complete asshole betazoid who's and his behavior development and how it's attributed doesn't really track oh, logically right. yeah. but he uh gets a psychic connection with this sentient spaceship and uh they kind of complete each other 
And um, don't they like murder suicide though? Basically, or like no, I think they just I like kind of go off it. into or they the, just like take off. Yeah, I think they just t- kind of take off. Hmm. Um, so I remember. I don't this know. This one did, clearly didn't stick with me. So yeah. Uh, Hollow Pursuits, introduction of Reg Barkley, uh, spending the, spending all of his time on the holodeck, I think. Being a gamer. Yeah, I, I think, um, again, introduction of, of Barkley, and there's some funny moments on the holodeck. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, it was okay. I think I do like the idea, and I hope, I, I know he's going to come back, but like I like him as a character just because it's, it is like, yeah, what if there was just like a dumb guy? Yeah. Because like part of the problem that this show has is that all of the characters are bas- are like competent and virtuous all yeah. the time and it and it it gets very boring. Yeah. Um so I like I like that the writers are finally like Yeah, but like there's always shitty like there's always the dumb guy yeah at, at, like whatever workplace you've ever been in there's dumb guys yeah like, i mean no matter what in any group of people one of those people is the dumbest one of those people yes. yeah but even beyond that like when's the last time you were ever in an organization where everyone was competent and virtuous a hundred percent of the time like never in my entire no. life no. are you kidding no, no. Uh, ever yeah yeah um yeah from from the largest to the smallest yes. companies that i have worked with <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, yes. Uh, I, I, eh, watch or skim. Um, yeah. You know, maybe, least, maybe give it a skim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, the holodeck scenes are pretty funny. The most toys fucking pass. Awful, terrible. Stupid. Sarek. Um, yeah. Stupid. Didn't make any sense. Really didn't. It, 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 it just doesn't does does not hold up to the slightest bit of scrutiny. Not at all. Which is like I don't, I don't mind like plots that are kind of nonsense or something, but they better be nonsense in the in the service of like entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it, if it was just like a fun episode, it, I wouldn't care that it made no sense. But it wasn't. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. It was trying to. It was trying to fucking pull at your heartstrings yeah. and as you like watch this guy go through something that's supposed to be really difficult but we don't like him we don't like any of the people surrounding him yeah we don't know why anybody that we do like on the show is tolerating them yeah we don't care what none going, of the yeah. shit they're doing actually really makes any sense like yeah uh menage a troy boo <laughs> i i think this is probably the best boo. best little oxalatroy <laughs> Boo! Transfigurations <laughs> uh, is when they they pick up a guy off a planet and he slowly turns into a uh, an alien from Cocoon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's fine. Who cares? Yeah, I who care? Yeah, it didn't, didn't really do much for me. And then best of both both worlds parts one and two. I would obviously con- you got to watch it. Yeah, essential watching. It, it's it's it moves the plot forward, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I don't. Why is it called the best of both worlds? Do you know? Well, because there's good things about being in the Borg, and there's good things about not being in the Borg. That's honestly, I that's probably right. That's, that's something so, that's really stupid. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, fucking bird brain. <laughs> it is. 
Yeah, I mean, it, the, the reference to both worlds is obviously a re- reference to Picard being assimilated into the Borg. And then they, I honestly think the writing team was like, well, we need something to do with both worlds. How about the best of both worlds? Right. What does that mean in this context? Fucking, I don't it's know. Okay, the, Todd. Yes, it's a phrase that has the words both worlds in it. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> done. Going to lunch. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you uh, have a have a plot for? I forgot to do one, and I actually did have a good joke for it. But just pretend that I wrote a, an elaborate thing that takes place on the holodeck that slowly becomes apparent that it, I'm just describing the show Family Guy because <laughs> the episode is called The Family. Gotcha, gotcha. And I, I wish I had actually remembered to do that, but I forgot that we were potting early this week. So <coughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well. Okay, here comes the ep- episode two, season four, The Family. Here we go. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. Star Trek Sucks. You really like that? That's that cute. Draw? It is cute. It's very cute. Oh man, uh, this could have been good. I'm so tired. It could have been good. I feel like I, I, I feel like I've slept for 20 years. I feel like I haven't slept for 20 years, and I desperately need to. <laughs> yeah. So what's good about this is that it tries to actually like, you know, carry forward consequences. Yes. And remember what happened last week, yes. and and how it would affect the characters, and then and then have the characters do things that show that they have been affected. Yeah, um, my chief. What's not good about it is that it's nine hours long and it's fucking boring. So my chief bitch about this, uh, and again, I mean, we fucking go back to the expanse so often, but um, one of the big problems here is the lack of world building that has gone on. So they just don't have. Like, it's just not consistent with, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, the idea that Picard has this brother who just hates all technology. He's never been brought up before, first of all. Yeah, we've never talked about his his brother. his brother's like a Luddite. Yeah, and the idea of a Luddite existing on, on Earth at this point in human civilization and still being part of a... It just—it's really weird, and that it's I not didn't, necessary. I didn't have that much of a problem with that. I, I it isn't—it is definitely not necessary. It's—it's it's basically there to create a conflict between him and Picard, and it's like, but then the conflict between them just is that like Picard is an overachiever, and his brother is jealous of him, and it's like that's enough. You don't have to bring in all this like Luddite stuff. Yeah, like you—that's. It makes more sense, and that's what ends up basically happening in the episode. And there's just like also that he doesn't like technologies, kind of just tacked onto it. Yeah, well, and that's what's frustrating about it is that that's where their conflict start. That's what we first see of their conflict, right? Is his is the fact that he's a luddite, and it takes like this amount. Of, just cut that out. Yeah, you just, just don't, don't do that. Don't do that, and just have them sniping at each other back and forth from the time Picard arrives yep. to the point where it devolves into them having a fist fight, which I still have a problem with because I really fucking hope that in 300 years, men who are in their fucking 50s right. are emotionally involved enough to talk to talk about their feelings with their relatives without having to have a fist fight first. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a trope. It's a it's a trope that I don't. You see it all the time in media. I don't have any siblings, so maybe it, maybe it's. I'd never find it believable ever that like you that the the like fist fight that degenerates into the like laughing and then crying and then talking about your feelings. Yeah. I don't I don't buy it. I've never bought it. You see it all the fucking time and every time I'm like this is fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened to me either. Yeah. Um listeners I mean, if yeah, you like, fist fight your brother to <laughs> to do brother therapy, tweet at us. Let us, <laughs> let let know. us know. Let us know about your favorite moves <laughs> to use while fist fighting your own brother. Yeah. Um, okay, so we let's go through the plot really quickly. So the sh- the the uh, ship is at Earth, um, getting retrofitted uh, because of everything that happened uh, in the last episode. Which again, good, yep. like uh, continuity. You know, yeah, the good the job. Whatever uh, physical remains there are or possessions uh, from Mark and Emily White after their tragic death mm-hmm. um, can be delivered to their family back in Secaucus. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have to invent some new people who live on the ship now. I really don't think we did kill them. I, th- I'm swear- I think we killed them the last two episodes. Uh, I still got to listen to those. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if we killed off Mark and Emily. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, so we get three. We get we get an A and a B and a C plot here. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking of continuity and the lack thereof, what are the Romulans doing right now? Because I'm pretty sure they could just violate the fuck out of the neutral zone, and no one's going to stop them now. I think that wasn't there mentioned that they they said that I don't know if the Romulans were at Wolf Three Five Nine, but I think. When the one admiral was talking to Picard about everybody meeting up at Wolf Three Five Nine, he's I think he said that we think maybe even the Romulans might show uh, up. Oh, so it's more like everybody sent ships and got rinsed. Yeah, so everybody's fleet is kind of in disarray. I think that's okay. that. That was I'll buy that. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that's so we get to meet uh Worf and uh, Worf's parents. Which I fi- I find them delightful. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. Yeah, just, they're they're pretty. Just an old Russian couple. He's he's a fucking doofus. Yeah, he looks kind of like a shaved bear. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I used to work on a starship. Yep. you got a starship. What's the hell different from my starship? Yeah, just wants to look. At st- I mean, he's he's very viable as a as a dad. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> I have plans to all the starships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Just, uh, just an annoying old dad. <laughs> Literally the last thing that he says as Worf and his mom are like hauling him to the transport. He's like, Captain, I have all of the plants for all of the starships. Yeah, it's very important that he that everyone knows that he has the schematics <laughs> for the for the Enterprise at home. Uh, yeah. Pour one out for Sergei Sergey Rojenko. That guy rules. Yeah. I hope they come back. They're, they're I good, can't remember. They're I think, characters. well, they have to show up eventually because they're the ones who raise Worf's kid. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're super cool. And then, yeah, this unnecessary third plot with Wes that uh, it, it's awful. It's so stupid. Like, it, it's his dad recorded something when he was born and no one's ever watched it and the 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 plot is crusher can't decide whether to show it to him or not obviously you show it to him yeah obviously and she's like i don't know if it'll make it worse how is it gonna make it what are you talking about what this is not a problem yeah 
None of this is a problem. And then the payoff. Oh my God. Hi, son. I wanted you to know some, so that you can get to know me as a young man, I'm just going to say things like, I feel connected to my child. And I hope you have a good life. Wow, really peeling back the curtain and letting you know interesting and specific things about me and not just I understand. the most cliche. <laughs> I understand so much more about my dad now. I mean, if he I... He liked me when if, I was 10 weeks old. If I saw that, if I was Wesley, my takeaway from that would be my dad was a fucking idiot. <laughs> My dad was the stupidest fucking person around. It just... <laughs> First of all... Like that's the only thing that actually reveals about his dad is that his dad is has the imagination of a fucking sea slug. It is deeply impossible that, that Wes and his mom do not possess any videotape... Right. Any other recordings... Right. ...of his dad. Right. It is profoundly impossible. This is the only one, but also Crusher had forgotten that it was with her dead husband's stuff. Okay, and another thing that makes me want to punch the showrunners in the face for the for the way that this scene goes. First of all, everything that you just said. Second of all, thank you. It ends with Wes trying to reach out for the hologram like a kitty cat. And but here's the thing. He should be able to do that. Yes. It's a fucking hologram. It's the holodeck that can make coherent light or whatever the fuck it, it is. Fucking Wes, or Jordy uh, created a girlfriend last week, last summer. Right. Last, last season is what I'm trying to say. Jordy created a fucking girlfriend. He can definitely take all of the information that he has. He could take all of the all of the knowledge, all of the personal logs, and mm-hmm. everything that he or has from guy. Jack Crusher and just make a holodeck version of his dad that he can go interact with. This week on Hollow Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yes. (laughs) Fuck yes. Hollow Dad. It's it's a double entendre because also this guy has a completely hollow personality (laughs) based on the video log he made for his son where he was like, I want to get you to get to know me. Here's some stuff about me. I like my son. I, I like... I like it. I like my wife. I like my job. I expect to to get older and and different as as I age. And that's about it. Uh, oh, I did make one note before the bef- before the episode started, uh, which is the family. Uh, is definitely the dark and gritty, gritty reboot of Family Guy. It is the Riverdale uh, version of Family Guy. I would actually enjoy that. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> a good idea. Someone should do that. Like Stewie genuinely is trying to kill his mother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Worf's family. Uh, they're they're great. The <laughs> like another another hats off to sound design when Picard flies down to France um, and and furthers the mystery of what the fuck is going on with the French language in this universe. It is, but he lands and he's and it's and the the background music is French accordion. Just in case, in case you missed where he said he was going, it's accordion. I mean, you could be easily forgiven for not thinking he's in France since everyone has an English accent. Yep, and. 
another th- it is it is maddening. <laughs> but everybody has a French name. Everybody so has a French name, but except they don't pronounce them cor- cor- consistently. Sometimes, yes, sometimes they pronounce them with a French pronunci- pronunciation, and sometimes they don't. Yeah, at random. Yeah, so it's Jean Luc, and then it's Rene or Rene. And it's Robert or Robert, and yep. it's Louis or Louis. And, and the same character will say it both ways, uh-huh. just at random. Uh-huh. It's maddening. They should have gone over this in the meeting. <laughs> yes. They really should have. Yes, they really should have. Like, fine, I get that. Like, and like, god damn it. So they are all speaking with English accents, and then when, after Picard fights his brother and they get drunk together, they're singing a song in French. Yes. So did they grow up speaking French What's or happening? what? What's, What's happening here? <laughs> I wrote down that at some point in history, England finally conquered France, and that's what's going on here, <laughs> which makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it still doesn't explain why they speak French at all. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's, it is oh, insane. Man. It's fucking hilarious it's the only thing that really kept me awake during this episode because it's really funny you know what else is absolutely fucking deranged when we're first introduced to picard's brother is the way that he eats grapes yes what is what was oh what was going on there? that was the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my yeah. life so we find him out in the vineyard uh he later says he's trying to tend to a sick vine yeah which not I, it's not how any of this works yep not how it, that's not vineyard management you just, just okay whatever but yeah he tests it by and what it reminded me of was when i got i i took a tour at the robert rondabi reserve cabernet factory once mm-hmm. like many years ago and our tour guide was drunk <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> And like very, and it was the most hilarious situation because I was there with um, like one of our, uh, it was when I was working in the wholesaler I worked for in New York and it was me and uh, like one of the sales managers from our Connecticut office and the buyer from the Mohegan Sun Casino in in Connecticut. Okay. And we're at the fucking Mondavi Reserve Cabernet factory Uh, and the tour guide, it like, and sh- so me and the buyer had uh, both like gotten a good night's sleep. And w- so we're just kind of laughing at this this whole scene un- unfolding in front of us. And unbeknownst to us at the time, uh, the, uh, the, the other manager that we were with had uh, gotten like picked up by some friends in Napa the night before. And they like stayed up all night mm-hmm. drinking. So she's standing there in her sunglasses, just like with the ice dying. I, yeah. yeah, just fucking sweating poison. And, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, yeah, so the tour guide, like, w- there's a little part of the tour where you kind of walk through a little section of vineyard and they show you vines and whatever. And he goes and, gra- this was in October, so there was still fruit on the vine. And he goes up next to this vine and he grabs a cluster of grapes and it, his intention is to break it off and show it to us. But rather than doing the thing that you have to do to get a cluster of grapes off of a vine, which is snap the yeah, you know thing the and thing. you know and get it to come off, he just grabs it at the top and starts giving it just the world's worst hand job. <laughs> and so he comes away with just this like destroyed mash of grapes in his hands. And that's how Robert Picard eats grapes. Yeah, he like he just mashes them up in his hand, shoves his entire hand into his mouth, yeah. then releases the grapes. 
Yeah, he shoves. <laughs> he, he, yeah, smashes a, a hand, literally grabs the side of a bunch of grapes, smashes it into his hand, shoves that entire hand into his mouth, and then put and then like releases and yeah. takes his hand back it's, out. It is. It's really gross. It's it bad. Fucking madness. So I, I, I know this is a criticism you've heard before, but. I, I do have a specific example that might help you in the future. Why did we need to know who the buyer was working for in that story? Oh, in my I don't I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So you have this thing where all of your stories are way too long because you put in details that don't need to be in them, and there's an example of that. Well, but now you know. I don't need to. What if the listeners want to know? <laughs> What if our kinetic? <laughs> what if our kinetic? I love the idea of somebody just being like, "I can't even finish the podcast. I don't know who the buyer, like, what casino they worked for, <laughs> what buyer, where was he a buyer for?" Yeah, that was all. The, also, this the same tour where uh, the the same tour guide told us that the uh, the brass bowl that he found on the floor uh, in the fermentation room was used they like when they decouved the wine that they splashed it off of this brass bowl and that softened the tannins nope <laughs> none of that none of that in particular because all. the mondavi reserve cabernet factory is a has 20 or so at then is at the time like 20 or so uh 5000 gallon fermentation tanks um yeah. which you know it's a pretty big like that right. is many many wineries like that would be their entire production factor right. capacity for everything they make and that's just Mondavi Reserve Cabernet and in that entire space there was only one brass bowl yeah it would take a long time to yeah. do the to do the bowl yeah thing yeah be real messy yeah yeah you don't you don't want to be the bowl guy yeah <laughs> anyway um um yeah I sure did not care about uh Oh, about the fucking Wesley plot. Um, nope. Wesley plot sucks. We already covered all of it. Don't care. Who can cares? we talk about the chair that Worf has in his room? Yes. I, I am much more interested in whatever Worf was doing <laughs> there. He's His parents come to, to talk to him and tell him goodnight, and it's kind of the, the uh, resolution of his thing with his parents, which is just... He's like, I have to suffer alone. And they're like, no, you don't. We're your parents and we love you. And then he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is nice. And that's it. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. pretty much it. It sucks. It's stupid. It's, but <laughs> it's still better than the than It's Wesley's, still better than the Wesley yeah, plot. Wes's C plot. Um, it is very stupid, though. Yeah. And trite. And uh, yeah, it, this, like you said, this could have been good, but it, you have to make more effort than this. Yeah, and it's just it's frustrating because you could have accomplished the same thing with Worf. Like the idea that he doesn't understand the the idea that he has trouble kind of squaring the circle between uh, being raised by human parents who he loves and who know, who he knows love him, right. uh, and also trying to be a good Klingon. Right, like, it's like it. it there's absolutely yeah. You there's can do stuff with it, but there's like, absolutely yeah. There's there's fruit there, um, but this idea that Worf just forgets. Yes, he forgot that his parents loved him. Yeah. 
He just forgot. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. And then the, the, all parent, they had to do was just tell him, and he got yeah. better. My parents, who understand virtually nothing about Klingon society, are going to be so disgusted with me for being kicked out of Klingon society yeah. that they will not be able to be there to support it's me as I go through this. Whatever, I, Yeah, it's <laughs> so stupid. But anyway. But still, better we than... We find him in his cabin. <laughs> In the most insane chair I've ever... It, it looks... I mean, the shot opens with him just, like, looking at himself in the mirror and kind of, like, just sort of fiddling with his facial hair. And I'm already like, okay, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then... Then his parents come in. <laughs> and I honestly, I thought I missed something. I did, too. I was, like, I, I was fucking around with my pen because my pen wasn't working this whole episode. So I, like, looked up and I was, like, wait, what is that chair? What did I just miss? What was he doing in the mirror? Was that chair next to the mirror? Does he have a... Is it a barber's chair? It's, is like, that a, what it's is like an that? extremely high chair, but it, it appears to be made out of, like, lamps. Yeah. And then it has an attached, like, mirror, like a vanity mirror, basically. And it's, like, a really high chair. Yeah. Like it's like probably he's probably sitting six feet off the ground. It's higher than he's sitting higher than and Michael Dorn is like six yeah. is six something. He's a tall dude and he's his head is higher in that chair than it is he steps down to get yes. out of the chair. Yeah. Yeah. That chair is madness. And and he's just that's just what he's doing. At the end of the day, you know how at the end, it's like a Joe Biden thing. You know at the yeah. end of the day, you get in your really high chair and you look in the mirror for a while before you go to bed. <laughs> the chair would be made out of tubes. And, yeah. You know, you'd have your buddy's chair and it would be made out of tubes. The Portuguese, they would make their tubes out of wood, but we'd make ours out of styrofoam balls. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you put the styrofoam balls on a bunch of sticks and then you'd, you'd sit on one of the bigger styrofoam balls and then you'd have the smaller styrofoam balls for your armrests. And the Portuguese guy, like I said, his might be made out of, you know, wood or, or, or metal or whatever they're using uh, over there. But it's still, you know, it's about comfort, man. Yeah. And then this is just never revisited. Like we are just, it's, I cannot stress how much this is just presented as like the background thing that Worf is doing as the establishing shot of his parents coming in to talk to him. Mm -hmm. He gets out of the chair, they go sit on his bunk and they talk to him. Yeah. Not even so much as, hey, I was just trimming my facial hair. No, they don't ask him what he was doing. He doesn't offer an explanation. He just hops down out of his extremely high chair that's made of fucking balls and sticks yeah. and has an attached mirror. Yeah. It's, you know, it's classic what? vanity stick and ball chair. I'm going to be thinking about this forever. This is going to be the last thing I think about when I'm dying. Uh, I bet that never comes back in the rest of the series either. Uh no, I mean, I doubt it. I mean, I I don't know. Well, set design, like, why like, do they have that prop? What, what well, because it looks weird. I, like, yeah, so I mean, it looks, much, it looks spacey. Yeah, exactly. So much of, of set and costume design on this show is just, just... Yeah. yeah let's, Things are different because of the future. Yeah. Let's make it look weird. Which, you know, like... Which, really quickly, how, how much have couches changed in the last 600 years? Zero. Yeah, pretty much zero. What's what Chairs, too. We figured it out. We're yeah. done. You put a soft thing, and then you make it strong so it can hold up your butt. Yeah, and you put it generally not at six feet up in the air. 
Like my chair with my, the, with the attached mirror that I look at myself in every <laughs> night before I go to bed is a normal height, and it's made out of just like a normal chair material. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So the other the other thing about Robert Picard is that his mouth is insanity. <laughs> yeah, that. Whatever actor, and that guy's a good actor. He, Whatever, like it's just like another stage actor. Guy, yeah, obviously, but like the way he emotes with his mouth his, is like his bottom lip is it is being controlled by Jim Henson. Is yes. what I'm fairly certain. Yeah, like there is an actor in that body, and then somebody else is <laughs> working the bottom lip. <laughs> just, that's it. <laughs> just working the bottom lip. That's right. It is. Uh, truly truly bizarre yeah um so there's the the picard plot and i don't we don't really don't need to talk very much more about plot because nothing actually happens in any of this no i mean picard Picard feels bad picard is 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 traumatized for which yes yeah yep yeah you would be for sure you would be and he needs to talk to somebody about it and i think that like what robert actually like what robert tells him is actually good advice which is just like yeah this you are going to feel the trauma and regret and and weakness for a long time. It's the only, really, the only way out is through this. Like you just are kind of just going to have to feel this and wait for it to like settle down. Yeah. So just you can do it here. You can do it there. You can do it wherever you want. But like you might as well just be wherever you want because it doesn't matter. It's not going to make it go away. Yeah. So just do the thing that you want to do. And I think that's actually pretty good advice. Yeah. Um, the other thing he's thinking of doing is... <laughs> <laughs> they, his friend is working on a project <laughs> to raise a new continent out of the ocean. Uh-huh. I don't think we should do that. I don't think we should do that either. I think that's a really bad idea. <laughs> I think, and now I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a water scientist, <laughs> but I think my intuition, <laughs> I think that if we were to make there be a substantially a substantial increase in the volume of land uh-huh. in the ocean uh-huh. that would make the water uh-huh. that is currently the ocean have to be higher. <laughs> oh, it'd have to go somewhere. It'd have to go higher. So you, dig, you just dig a big hole. <laughs> <laughs> so you dig a hole on the other side. Yeah, yes. So you put a con- new continent on one side of the planet, dig a big, big hole. Shout out to, uh, well, there's your problem, <laughs> which is an engineering podcast or a podcast about engineering disasters that I really enjoy. And that is their solution to, to the rising sea level of climate change from climate change is digging a big hole <laughs> <laughs> so the water can go in it. Well, uh, since we're recording, uh, since this is coming out in two days and it'll definitely still be stuck. Also, shout out to the big stuck boat. Ah, I love the big stuck boat. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Big stuck boat, you are doing Big the Big Stuck you, Boat 2021. <laughs> you are doing the Lord's work. Yeah, just just like there's going to be another run on like toilet paper and stuff <laughs> in grocery stores. And this and it's somehow going to be dumber than the last time there was. 
because it's I mean, actually, it'll make more sense because this will actually be a crisis of scarcity instead of just people being like, oh, I have to be inside. Uh, I'm going to be doing so much <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Which is apparently what everybody decided yeah. last year about this time. Yeah. <laughs> What? What? Why? What? 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 How much <laughs> shitting not at your house were you were doing? you people doing? That's gross. Like, <laughs> god damn it! That's for emergencies only. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a yeah. Not very often. Yeah, I hate when I have to shit anywhere other than my home because I'm like, ah, it's just you feel very alienated. But like, most other places don't have a bidet, man. And yeah, there's that. Too. I got the bidets. I mean, I, I'm i on the bidet train. Yeah. Check out bidet.com slash Star Trek sucks for 20% off. That's like probably a, a real website. A cold stream of water on your asshole. do not have an endorsement deal with. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's about all I really had. Um, I really wanted to hammer on basically the two points of what was worth doing in uh, the cabin. And then also, don't raise another continent from the ocean floor. Don't do it. Bad job. Yeah, so there, the only other parts that I like, and again, it's just that the, the, the show hasn't, for the writers haven't figured out how to... Um, how to balance things out, how to like, how to make their emotional moments hit hard because setting aside the fact that I really would hope that uh 50 year old men have more fucking maturity than to, to yes. so that they don't need to solve everything by that. They don't have to first get drunk and get into fight with each other before they can talk about their feelings. Um, but also this whole thing should have taken months. Yes. Um, yeah. That's how long it actually would probably take to fix, to fix a starship at least. It's yep. several months. Yep. Um, so they should have been at Earth for several months and it should and it would have made every bit of it so much more satisfying and so much it just so much more competently executed because you yeah. could have actually gotten into oh shit is this the first time that Wes has been home because I can't remember when Wes's dad died right um, but like is this the first time that he's been home to Earth since his dad died right um, is it you know or is it just this random box of shit that is, that uh, from his mom um, you know that uh, uh, Picard actually has the time to talk to his brother and and to be there for a while and you actually get to see things building from the point where, where they're just kind of terse with each other to then they start fighting with each other and then they, you know they right. break through and actually um uh, start understanding each other and yeah because all of this takes place in like 24 hours yeah it is like maybe three days yeah uh so they fix the entire ship and and, and everybody's relationships yeah and wes finds out that his dad has just no inner life at all <laughs> <laughs> And this uh, seems like just kind of a dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so it was just is disappointing that, you know, Picard, again, Patrick Stewart acting his ass off when he finally breaks down about like about what happened oh, yeah, to him. Yeah. But the stupidness of how they went about getting to that point just completely just, deflated it. Yeah. yeah. It really it it fucking was a bummer. But I, I don't know, I still probably give it a watch. No, I don't watch it. It's boring. It's long. It's slow. Yeah, it's long, there's not There's not really any, like, you could do, like, a slow, because, like, both uh, both Patrick Stewart and the and the guy playing Robert are, like, good actors, and yeah. you could do a slow, like, 
drama of these, you know, these two brothers, the estranged brothers, like, like fight, figuring out how to reconnect based around, you know, shared trauma and, and yada, yada. But like, you would have to write good dialogue yeah. for that to work. Because you could ab- absolutely make a good thing out of that. Yeah. You have the actors. It's not a, It's not like that genre doesn't have good examples of shit. But you have to write yeah. good dialogue. And there's just... The dialogue is just so fucking wooden. Yeah. No matter how good they do at, at delivering it, that it just doesn't ever get you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just a very boring episode. <clears throat> I guess if you've listened this far into this episode of this podcast, you can probably decide for yourself. Well, you also know like, everything that <laughs> happens in the episode. Yeah, you don't really need to see I it mean, you could content. just go to the scene where Worf is in his cabin and watch that part. <laughs> you probably should see that because... We're trying to do it justice, but there's no way of describing this thing adequately. I'll see if I can find a decent screen cap of it, yeah, uh, and just and use put that on Instagram or use it as the uh, as the episode image for this this uh, episode. Um, All right, well that's um, that's the end of us talking about this episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's true. That is the end of it. Episode two. Um, Next week. the episode is another family episode, apparently, uh, called Brothers. Brothers. Okay. Um, so we'll see. I don't remember this. I'm skimming the thing here. I don't really remember this much, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, wait a second. Oh, okay. No, I know which one this is. Okay. Uh, so Jack will write us a, something about mm-hmm. what it's about. And... Um, Reminder, listeners, we are still promoting the 2021 Self Suck Challenge. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, post it on Instagram. Pictures of you trying or succeeding to suck your own dick. Uh, 2021, we're all in this together. That's right. All right. This is the year where we're going to do it, boys. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, we're, um, we're done. Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!